This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or um, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We'd love to hear from you. We've had an email, and, and I'm, I'm going to explain one more time, but people still misunderstand this. When I say I've done a Friday night trawl, I don't mean that I come in on a Friday night. No, you're too busy to come I'm in on a Friday night. Or, gig, I'm just, gig, or I'm not that committed. Yeah. No, you access it remotely, don't you, from whichever uh, hotel you're in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I do. What I do is I scroll through some text messages. That, but at 1.48am, mm. a dad has emailed the show. Um, a dad. A, a dad, yes. What, the Sri Lankan wicketkeeper? No, a <laughs> gentleman who has a child. Uh, good morning, Frank that is, Can I say, that isn't the Sri Lankan wicketkeeper. Don't Do bother correcting me. Oh, really? There's going to be a lot of cricket correspondence <laughs> now. Uh, long-time listener to the podcast, first-time emailer. My five-year-old son, Hugh, sent his girlfriend a card for Valentine's today. Lovely. Which had a touch of the potch about it. Mm. He rather poetically wrote, <laughs> My heart is not mine, it is yours. <laughs> ah. Has Pochettino affected any other listeners' children's <laughs> vocabulary in such a manner? Keep up the good work. We should say that when, when uh, Mauricio Pochettino signed my son's Spurs programme, yeah. he wrote... Um, to Buzz, my best friend is you, <laughs> Mauricio Pochettino, which is very uh, lovely. Oh, I miss him. Gone Wonder. but not forgotten. Yes. Um, but that's nice, but isn't it? It is. Yeah. What was it again that he wrote? My heart is not mine, it is yours. I, 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 that's uh, rather lovely. I love a... Trans- that's uh, good for five. I like a Valentine's, which has the feel of a translation. Mm-hmm. Could you if, you... if she, at any point in her life, needed a heart transplant, would that be legally binding, that card? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, could she say, yeah. well, I've got an actual... Do- it's like a donor card, really. In many mm. ways. Yeah. I'm not sure you can write legally binding stuff aged five, but I think, yeah, it's fine. We, we did a, a show, uh, I did a show last night, when I say we, it's all got a bit wrong now. I did a show, well, I met me and my support, and I did a show, and... Um, and Omar. Yeah. And It'd be nothing without Omar. There was um, a, heart, a heart specialist in the front row. And on his Valentine's wife was night. a cardiac nurse. Yeah, exactly. On cool. Valentine's oh. night, it was so perfect. Beautiful. I said you could probably give her a, a re- you could have given her a real one. Brought, <laughs> got brought an old one home from work that they were going to throw out. And imagine that, darling. Happy Valentine's Day. And you want you want to get the thumb in the left ventricle so it goes. <laughs> it's like in the seventies. A lot of the dads would bring home. I think they called it computer paper. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Oh, yes. Holes in the yeah. side. Yeah, well, he could... Um... That's what he'd bring home. Can I ask a question? Did you do anything nice for Valentine's Day for Kath, given that you were working? I hope you thought ahead and left a nice card. And I well, know I you always... You do the red roses every year? I didn't do the red roses. Why not? Who do She got me flowers instead this year. That's oh. nice. Because, you know, we live in I an think. age where um, parity and equality has become more and more important. Nicely handled. There's something mm. patronising about me buying the flowers every year. So you tell them. You we, tell them. No, I thought that. You know. No, so we bought. Fine. We bought. Um, we bought each other a card. We went oh, out. Lovely. We went out for lunch. Oh, nice. Oh, we yeah, had still. You know, still some glowing embers. <laughs> Can I say? 
regarding your show, Gabby Logan got in touch with me this week. Oh, yeah. To say she was coming to see you with Kenny. Was she? Oh, I didn't she know She was that. very excited. No one tells me about these people. Mm. Well, I should have told you, but she didn't want to disturb you because she's a pro. Okay. And she's... She said, you know, I know what it's like when you're rushing off and then people descend on you. And I said, look, I'm sure he won't mind. Um, but she didn't want to bother you. She wanted to just come. And they came, I think it was on Thursday night. Kenny was whistling, I'm afraid. Okay. Whistling? Quite, yes. He was so happy. He enjoyed the show so much. Oh, that's good. Oh, what you mean like when everyone else is clapping? You think yeah. he's one of those whistle through no, the fingers No, he was whistling. People. He was whistling with appreciation. Oh, wow. Oh, that's... Uh... That's nice. You never know who's out there, do you? Uh, you look a bit concerned. No, I'm just thinking, looking back, I wish I'd been funnier. Oh, <laughs> if I'd known they'd been in, I would That's would've... so frank. I can see. <laughs> when I said they came, I know you. Your mind went to which night and you thought, how funny was I that night? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, you know. It's, uh, they're all very... Like, like with a micrometer. There's a little... Um, you know, what is it? A bar chart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember those things? Absolutely tiny, tiny measures. Oh, that <laughs> didn't go. I thought that could have. What about that bit I tried? Yeah. Etc. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful job, but um, it kills you. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Yes, I would have. Uh, I would have liked to have seen uh, Gabby, Gabby Logan. It's one of the few people in showbiz I've shared a, a plate with. Is that oh, right? What, what yeah. do you mean? We, we were on a plate, a, co a commemorative plate. We did a, a game show together, and if you won it, you got a, a, in a China plate, like you get like the pictures of the royals on. Oh, oh like um, Lady Di and Charles. Yeah, except it was, oh. uh, it was uh, me, Gabby Logan, and... Who, uh, David Williams? No. He, was, he did the pilot, and then he walked. Um, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You, you always are. When yeah. you said you'd shared a plate, I thought you meant at a lunch. You'd just no, had I a meze or something. I imagine Gabby would, would have half a satsuma for right. lunch. No, she's got... Listen, she's cooked me an omelette. Has she? <clears throat> yes. OK. Excellent. How many and eggs? at Logan Towers... I've never managed an omelette. Oh, do you know? Never managed an omelette? I've tried an omelette Hang twice. On, do you think we're you playing haven't... that I've never game? <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've tried. I've tried an omelette. Do you know what? Like playing I've never with Frank. <laughs> Most people have like Frank's like I've never had an omelette. No, I've had an omelette, but when I've tried, to, I've tried to cook one twice, mm. and it it's it's sort of separated into small egg sections, like scrambled egg. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. but often... not even that. All that very separate, so it looked like. Um, sure, we can sort this out. Did it look a bit? In fact, I'm confident there's a YouTube video that we could get. Yes. Did it? Did it look a bit sort of rustic shoe? It looked like the the face of a Doctor Who monster from the seventies. Uh, the <laughs> City of Death, the one who wears the white suit. It's, it had that sort of. Oh, hang on. Let me remember. That. Is it? Yeah, um, is it that one, Emily? I, I've got no idea. <laughs> Someone. Will, I, he's got a very crumbly looking face, and it looks like that. So, yeah, anyone who make an omelette, I have tremendous respect. She does. For. Oh, that's good. I make omelettes probably, I don't know, three, four times a week. Do you Maybe really? more. Mm. Maybe more. Yeah. Wow, you're an omelette obsessive. You know what I don't <laughs> an do? Obsessive. You know what I'm I don't you. do at home is poached eggs. So if, if there's poached eggs on a menu when we're out, I, have, I often have poached eggs because I think oh I don't do that myself yeah. but mm. I, I make omelettes at home easy 
Do you know what I liked? When I met Gabby Logan's daughter, there was a level of honesty which was almost Skinnerian. Oh, yeah. Which I liked. She said, we were doing my podcast, we were going on a walk, Mm -hmm. and uh, I said, oh, you should have come with us. She said, well, I would have, but I didn't know you were going to be fun or nice. (laughs) Excellent response. I mean, come on. Isn't that great? Well, her mum's very... I don't really know... But the mum is... She's very funny, Gabby. I remember Gabby did, like, a sort of stand-up routine on this show that we did about her two children, and now one is posh and one is sort of not posh. And it was properly funny. And, of course, it didn't get in the edit because most people doing television don't know how to edit. (laughs) But we won't... uh, We won't uh, dwell... We won't dwell on that. Um, so um, it's my last night tonight at the, the Garrick. Oh. Having been there for five weeks. You're going to miss it. I'll tell you what. You miss I, the old place, Frank. Oh, yeah, I'll miss, I'll miss it. I miss, um, I miss my day bed. I had a day bed in my dressing room, <laughs> which, has, like got, which has, has already gone. Um, I'm going to write a memoir of this <laughs> run called City of Angels Took My Day Bed. Oh, they got so it. So they're in next, and uh, one of them has uh, claimed the day bed, so that's gone. So the day bed, is that for you to uh, cop to some recline, zeds? Me to recline on. So it's a bit of I a could, Freudian couch. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like something that you might have got in a, in a Wild West cat house. One of those kind of... Um, oh, yeah. You can, can you say cat? I think so. I'm trying oh. to think of the cleanest version of uh, a bordello, a Wild West bordello. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, it's got that kind Quite of up, um, yeah. metal about a head, head, oh, headboard. Oh, I know thing. exactly what you mean. But no, it's gone. It's gone to. Uh, I'm not really familiar with City of Angels, but I think it's based on Vim Vendor's Wings of Desire, which was a. Uh, that'd be an interesting thing to see. Mm. Do you know Vim Vendor's? Wings of Desire. No. I'll tell you about it when we have uh, some downtime. <laughs> I, I think on air, it wouldn't, not on this show. <laughs> on Absolute Radio. And, oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, I was a bit previous there, but That's 619 okay. has been in touch mm. to say, Frank, you were saying earlier that you're, you've had a day bed. Yes. At the Garrick. For, he likes to copper Z. Sounds a bit Elton John, Frank. He demands a bed on his rider on tour. Does it? Well, I didn't. It was just there. I think it's if you're doing matinees, which I'm I not. I think it's for the theatrical board <laughs> treaders, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'd have been glad of it. In the, but I anyway, always, I um Sorry. I always recall um, back in the day when my parents would be in various dressing rooms, there was always a bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the reasons behind that were. I mean, it's ironic, sure. really, that actors, when they're between jobs, say that they're resting, and then they get the job, and <laughs> yeah. they're resting. I, they're, I mean, I'm not saying they're all lazy. Well, but... when I did art at the Wyndham's, <laughs> um, the, the main dressing room there had a shower, and the reason it had a shower is the original cast of art, um, one of them was Albert Finney, and he'd insisted on a shower in there, so it, it became like the Albert Finney Memorial Shower. Nice. Yeah, so he, his legacy, um, I assume, lives on there. 848 has been in touch as well. We mm. often talk mm. on this show about the chair. For example, we discussed the handsome chair. Oh, Do you yeah. want to d- explain quickly, Well, Frank? it's like, you know, if, so if you do a joke and it's about someone who is very good-looking... 
a male, then you'd, mm-hmm. it, we we still, I think, have established that uh, Brad Pitt is still in the good-looking male tier. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if if you're doing a joke about someone being a philanderer, then you go for the, whoever you think's in the philanderer chair, yeah. which I won't name anyone off the top <laughs> of my uh, head. Um, 848 says, Morning, Frank and the gang. After your discussion the other week about who's in the handsome chair currently, it got me thinking about who's in the does-their-own-stunts chair formerly occupied by Michael Crawford. I think, yes. Kind of regards Henners from Gravesend. Hi, Henners, one I of our th- I think Tom Cruise spent <laughs> yes. some yes. time in the... Um, yes. I mean, he took a while to climb into it, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. I think he I think was in... The, the Very good. Now, if I had to guess, I would go... And I've never heard this, but surely Tom Hardy does his own <laughs> yes. stunts, oh, yeah. doesn't he? I would think so. Because the idea that I'm a th- I don't think he could sleep at the idea that someone would be brave enough to do something he wouldn't. Yes, do. you're right. Yeah. Tom Cruise. I would say Crawford handed the baton to Cruise. Yeah, um, Crawford to Cruise. And then Cruise handed the baton somewhat reluctantly, I imagine, possibly to a Hardy. If anyone knows who Cruise has handed the baton to, Frank. Yeah, I don't know if Tom. No. Hardy... I remember I once speculated on here if Tom Hardy had a much gentler, more sensitive brother called uh, Tom Softy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think he does. Does, uh, does Craig do his own stunts? Oh, he's no, he's potential. <laughs> And then, of course, we'd have the lovely Crawford, Cruise, Craig, Triumvirate of Seas. There's a lot of... Um, I, did a, I did a Graham Norton once with um, James McAvoy. And oh, yeah. who is the one with the German-sounding name? Some Fassbender. Fassbender. No. Oh, I don't we were think so. so. Michael Fassbender? No. Maybe mm, I it's think him. It was. Maybe it's him. Um, and they I were very. Awesome. They talked a lot about the gymnasium and how many press ups. <laughs> the and all gymnasium. That. <laughs> and it would I, have been Fassbender because yeah, he's in so. the. Um, it could be him. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm not very good on acts. I know, names. darling. Forgive me. Um, I'm still. Uh, yeah, and and I I couldn't imagine those letting other people do their stunts. <gasps> but you know, when, when push comes to shove. I mean, Craig probably has for the da-da-da-da when they're being pushed off the cliff. I don't expect... Oh, you mean Craig. Daniel Craig? I thought you meant Craig Revel Horwood. No. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 454 ah. has reached out. Uh, this is regarding you were talking about... Can we just establish, is it Wim or Vim vendors? Well, I... What well, as in Wenger. Arsene Wenger. I call him Vim. Yeah, should Vim, we go... Should Vim we make Vendors. a decision? Yeah, Vim Wenders. Wim Wenders doesn't sound <laughs> right to me, but... Um, yeah, should we say Vim Wenders? Let's go Vim Wenders. OK. Vim Wenders is a um, German or... German... I think German um, film director. Middle European. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 454. Morning, Frank. Back in the 1990s, I ran an opticians in Covent Garden. I had a pair of spectacles stolen that were used in Vim Vendor's film Until the End of the World, so I knew they were literally a one-off. Cheeky rascal who stole them Uh. brought them back three years later after he'd broken them and could clearly find no one able to repair them. I promptly made a citizen's arrest. Hang on. Um, And local police came from Bow Street and charged him 
and he was found guilty in court. Hearing you mention Vim Vendors brought it all back and made me smile. Rob. It's, uh, it's, good. it's, it's a tale. Uh, <laughs> it's very good. I think he was framed. <laughs> no, it's um, jingle, jingle so for They that, must please. have been advertised in the shop as from the movie. They were in a, they were in a glass case or oh, something. Maybe. Like that, do you think? Oh, do you think so? <clears throat> but I mean, uh, what taking is... them back though to get mended? What an absolute fool! Yeah. Well, that of course is the title of our new um, channel here, on Absolute Radio. <laughs> um, now, I um, the Vim vendors. Uh, coming to this, the, the Garrick after me is City of Angels, which mm. is a, a version of, like I say, the Vim Vendors. Do you remember Wings of Desire? Mm. Wings of Desire was about there being angels on mm. earth that you could see. Mm. And our, it was it was like an art house movie. And I used to work at an art house cinema in Birmingham. And mm. I remember we had it on and I watched it and I was so confused by it. I, I left with about 20 minutes to go. And then the film... I couldn't get the film out of my mind. It, it played in me for days, and so I had to go back and watch the whole thing. There's a brilliant bit, and I know people tell films, etc., but I'll keep it brief, mm. where he, he stumbles across Peter Falk filming Colombo in really? the street and discovers <laughs> that Peter Falk is actually an angel. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> twist. I don't think that'll be in the stage play. But yeah. Um, <laughs> we were talking also, Frank, weren't we, in the break, about how, who would be, we established, you know, we were talking about who would be most likely who sat in the do your own stunts chair. Mm. And we were trying to come up with people who would be least likely to do their own stunts. And I think we felt Roger Moore was Roger, definitely... Roger Moore <laughs> would, um, I don't think so. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't think Roger Moore would either. Because Roger Moore's ego is, is in a different place, yeah. I think, from from very male people. Was, sadly. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. So, um, now who else <laughs> um, definitely wouldn't, do you think? Yes, anyone... I, well, I'd like if any of our readers know. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be very happy to hear that. It's one of our obscure text-ins. Who they, doesn't do their own stuff? <laughs> who'd be least likely to do <laughs> their own stuff? And I'd like any information on people who do them now. I mean, in the age of... Oh, yeah. uh, insurance is probably more sophisticated than it was. It's probably a dying <laughs> art, isn't it, doing yeah. your own stunts? Yeah. But um, I remember I did one once with... Um, with David Baddiel and he had he had to hit me on the head with a spanner or something and mm. I said no you'll do it but you'll do it you'll hit me on the head he said no I won't I said can we use can we you know fake it he said honestly I won't I'll just stop just short so <laughs> then he just hit me on the head yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable, inevitable. Frank Skinner Absolute Radio Ah. Uh, do you know that Amanda Holden's flowers that she sent me on the opening night of my performance five weeks ago are still looking good? Just like her, they do not seem to age or tarnish. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. I've, I, 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 it's made me... Th I mean, they, are, they, were, they came in, they're, they're in the blood of virgins. Oh, right. Which I think is part of her cosmetics range. <laughs> yeah. And do so they la they've last, they still look great. Have they you really still have, got so. floral arrangements in the daybed room, as I call your dressing room? Well, I've just got, I've just got the... the, the you got the, the AHs? The, uh, the bereaved uh, flowers of Amanda Holden that still oh, look nice. great. Are you going to take them home tonight? I mean, all, yeah, well, I don't, think, I don't think I'll take those. I, mean, just, I you have to look you like... Pick, if you pick them up, they crumble. They're a bit like Miss Havisham's wedding cake. If one tried uh -huh. to move it, 
be the end of the world. <laughs> Good um, reference. I've got five cards in total. You know, you get. You know, you go in these actors' um, dressing rooms. Oh, and, and there's card, a whole wall. Oh yeah, I've got five cards. Three of them <clears> are from <throat> Flowers and Fruit, so they're just small. One of them is from my support act and the other one is from um, the (laughs) theatre chaplain who I've never met. So, the theatre has a chaplain? Yeah, theatre has a... Don't say. Where does he (laughs) reside then? So he's presumably at a local... Well, I think he does. It, it, maybe he does the West End. Because I seem to remember when I was when I've been in plays in the West End in the old in the old times. Mm. Um, there was a theatre <coughs> chaplain then who would come in. I think you call him if you if you're in despair. Mm. Oh um, yeah. I don't know if you're in despair. <laughs> yeah, it's closing in a week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if um, prayer is your only hope. Yeah, so it's a nice Excuse little uh, it's a nice little job for somebody theatre chaplain. chaplain. Yeah, I suspect he's quite a theatrical. Yes, you know, well, I want him to be a showbiz type. Well, the I card see... he'd made the card and it, it oh. incorporated my poster on it and stuff like that. So, oh, I, oh he's adorable. Mm. What about what about this for a conundrum? I did a gig in Brighton, um, uh, probably September October time. And two of the acts on the bill had been left envelopes addressed to them with uh, little excerpts from the Bible and some, um, you know, we feel like this would help you, but not the whole bill. You'd think like it was a mail shot thing. But no, just... Do you think they, um, they're pro- profiled people? Maybe. At least... They Googled our act. Yeah, most vulnerable. <laughs> These two need saving. Um, oh, it, was a, it was a real I'd conversation like to, starter like in the dressing the room. Extra, um, extra mm. than waste paper in the modern age. <laughs> yes. I want to ask you guys something. Um, one thing I will miss about um, the Garrick is the walk-in. I walk in every day. Oh, nice. Um, actually, quite you know, a long walk. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it takes me about an hour to walk in. Lovely, though. Um, it's just under four miles I've worked it out. But um, when I get to roads, I have to cross, as you can imagine, several roads, some of with yeah. Pelican crossings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I come across a great many people who stand, who are standing next to the white button, mm-hmm. who have not pressed it. Mm. Oh. Mm. I come to that a lot. I oh. mean, Absolute a lot. Now, we talk about the tech explosion in this country. If people can't operate the white button, a button, I don't see the point of free broadband for all. <laughs> <laughs> but then I started to think, rather than dismiss these people as yes. fools, I did <clears throat> wonder if it was possible that the button does nothing. That the the thing, all things on a circuit, the green man just comes on now and again, as does the yes. red. And but, it's a sort and of and they've learned that. They've learned that from experience. In a, you know, you know, we were encouraged to. Um, save our railings to make bomb casings in World War Two. Oh, I yeah. don't they, actually remember that, but anyway. Yeah, and then they found out that they were just <laughs> dropping the railings into the Derwent because you couldn't actually recycle them, but it was good that people liked the idea that they were helping. Oh. I wondered if it's, if it's a myth. So if there's Ow. anyone out there who knows if, if the white, Ow, well, if the white no, button Frank. on Pelicans actually does anything, please let us know on 8.12.15. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. 
This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's funny what lights up the switchboard <laughs> on this uh, show. Mm. You know, I can never quite predict it, but you're, um, you're musing that there's actually possibly no point in pressing the cross button when yeah, you're at the, the white the white button the white button mm. at the pelican crossing i've probably said the wrong thing there it's not no, i think is it's it a, a pelican, pelican. Yeah, there's, there are several um oh yeah several different types well we've got a lot of missives in from the outside world many of them and i'm not saying this is a big mo but mm. many of them telling us about the little spinny thing at the bottom which is for the um Impaired. Oh, is yes. that for the for the blind? Is that um, and the, and, the and, and and deaf? I believe the yeah, because yeah. Boz is always messing with that, uh, oh. and I I didn't even know it existed till he found it on. It's it's, it's the right height for him. You see, you can yes. actually see. It. Yeah, it's a good thing. I never go under a surface for fear of chewing gum. Yes, mm-hmm. mm. or bogies, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both. We've, yeah. we've had out. When I, I used to drink a lot, I used to see then like the undersides of tables and things. Because and, you could pass and breathe out, out yeah. everyone. And, and you'd yeah, be yeah. amazed how much uh, chewing gum and uh, and bogey there is under the average. Yeah, people, is that right? People, I mean, what are people up to? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. Yeah. What are people up <laughs> to? That's a, big, that's a big one to get on a text, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. I like how I like the work of six six six. The devil. Do you? <laughs> There's a nice little sound by Frank doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm anti. Are you I, anti? I'm the devil. Got a, this... I have re- officially renounced him and all his works. <laughs> well, I haven't done. Oh, I have actually because I've done official godparenting. So oh, well, did right. I have to renounce I the think, devil? I think you probably did. Yeah. I have to renounce Satan. Yeah. Oh, so I pretended. Sorry to um, spring that on you. Maybe I should read it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prisoner six six six. Yeah. Um, says, hi, Frank, Miss M, and Muscles. That nickname has caught on a little bit. <laughs> yeah. In the last I cycle to work say. every day and cross a busy junction. I never press the walk button purely because I believe it throws the traffic light cycle out. If I wait a minute, a chance of crossing arrives without putting the motorist out. What a oh, lovely man. That is, I mean, that reminds me of when I did the Green Belt um, Christian Festival. Oh, yeah. Lovely. And there was a traffic jam. Don't, can you not say that in front of 666, please? Yeah, there was, a, there was a, a traffic jam, and I realised there was a roundabout, and it was three Christian drivers trying to give way to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was just complete good deeds gridlock. Oh. <clears throat> uh, bless them. Yeah. I um can I give you my theory on 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 the um on the the white signal it's it's not technical it's uh, psychological yeah. sure when i had uh, my partner and i had couple counseling the the counselor morning everyone yeah <laughs> the counselor said that he said lots of he always quoted psychological research and stuff that you can split humanity into basically two halves, and oh, that yeah. is the people. Oh, I like this. Yeah. The people who feel they've got their hands on the mm. steering wheel of life, mm-hmm. who think they somehow control their lives, and the people who believe that they are blown about like leaves, and that life. Mm. So life does you rather than you do life. Mm-hmm. And I think the people who press the button 
which is I always do, are people who think they've got, rightly or wrongly, they've got some sort of control, some yes. charge. Mm. And the people who don't think, well, it will stop at some point, that <laughs> I'll leave that to fate and whatever, other people's whims. And I think that is those two people operating. That's you see, theory. the idea of leaving that button and mm. not pressing it makes me want to vomit. Mm. Really? Yeah. I mean... Well, me too. Control-free, yes, I accept, but it's like the lift button. Who goes up to the lift, even if it's lit, and trusts that it's going to work? Well, of course, do you now take us into the other, the, the slap-in-the-face, you're-an-idiot insult <laughs> when you're standing next to the white button and someone comes up and presses it again? Amazing. I'm... How dare you! <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I mean, the last link, we basically lapsed, in, lapsed into quite a long discussion about free will, really, didn't we? So we don't want too much I philosophy love that movie. on the show. No. But, but uh, well, 766 kind of disagrees with us. Hi, Frank and team. Read the crossing button. Crossings at traffic light junctions technically don't have to be pressed, as the traffic lights will cycle automatically. Pedestrian crossings, however, are a request stop so the button has to be pressed. I walk the dog every day and have to cross one. If I didn't press it, I'd still be standing there. Well, can I ask Do a question? Do hope this assists. <laughs> can I ask That's a question? Because that has occurred to me, that, that distinction. <laughs> yeah. But why have the white button at traffic light junctions if it's not yeah. going to make... That is like the railings in the Derwent. That's just giving us a false sense of... Yeah. Control. That reminds me of when I played FIFA, whatever it was, 20-something, yes. for about 10 minutes before I realised that my money hadn't gone in and I was, I was just watching the simulated <laughs> dive. I thought I was playing it. Yes. We're being fooled into feeling that we do have an input into those yeah. things. So the people that don't press on zebra crossings, they're right and I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, no, because I would I argue that possibly it represents an approach to life mm. well can you, you know what you keep your little approach <laughs> yeah because it's doing you rather well i would say well Cartha, my partner is is very much outblown by the by the wind type <laughs> of me. person no she'd admit to that but also she won't press the button because she thinks she'll get some illness or other so she will oh. would rather stand and, and wait well i know what she means but i can i've taken to wearing a, a glove Okay. Um, in a sort of Howard Hughes. Like the Queen. A bit more Howard Hughes, I feel. But you know, the Queen wears gloves yeah. to shake hands and then they have a bonfire at Buckingham <laughs> Palace about <laughs> once a month and burn them all. I'm going to buy Cass some white gloves. Just, that would be lovely. Just <laughs> one white glove. That's gone out of fashion a bit. Yeah, hasn't I wonder it? why. I wonder why that. So. Can I share something uh-huh. with you, Al, from Nick Mur- Murphy oh, from I've got the a, I've got a glove story, I must tell you. Glove okay. story? Where do I begin <laughs> to tell a story that... No, go on. Sorry, from the Wirral. Just, um, Nick Murphy from the Wirral. Hi, Alan, Emily and Frank. Re Allen's chastisement of the rude woman at the British Museum exhibition. Oh, yes. Do you remember, oh, Frank? We were talking I, last of week. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. And quick that recap. Poor woman. There was a woman who was angry she at the noise. She told off a nice dad. She, she, told, was, she told off a, a dad who was explaining things to his. 
child. And mm-hmm. she objected to the noise. That was the point there. She said, you're talking too loudly, I can't concentrate. Yeah. So Nick says, Rialan's chastisement of the rude woman at the British Museum exhibition and Emily's embarrassment at the ensuing silence in the room, mm. my wife and I had a similar experience, but it was totally our fault. We were in a well-known department store on a Sunday in early November, mooching around the quirky Christmas gift section when we came across a collection of Simpsons characters, each sporting a button, which, when pressed, played a recorded sample of that character's catchphrase. We were pressing away, Doh, eat my shorts, and various other hilarious quotes echoed throughout the store. And I say echoed because it seemed strangely quiet all of a sudden. Imagine our horror when we look round to see everyone in the store standing still in respectful silence for the 11am Remembrance Minute as the dulcet (laughs) tones of Krusty the Clown ebbed out from our vicinity. (laughs) Oh, dear. Nick246. That is... uh, That's awful. Eat my shorts. <laughs> it hasn't really. It's, it hasn't endured, has it? Eat it my hasn't, shorts. Which I, I think is a shame. La- when did he last say? Oh, ages. It's a catchphrase that he became bored of. Or, yeah. 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 Okay. That's. Um, was it? Don't have a cow man or something yeah, as well. Don't have a cow dude. That was a silly was that one. one of his. Um, mm. What does it even mean? He's a, he's a, he's a, a fickle catchphrase <laughs> uh, character, mm-hmm. Bart Simpson. He, he, he tires of them easily. <laughs> I shudder to think what kind of a um, what kind of a partner he'll be in life <laughs> when he gets older. Well, there's a bit of a oh. clash amongst oh. the uh, oh, uh, amongst the wider public on this um, news presenter. Yeah, amongst this traffic lights furore that we've somehow started. Oh yeah, nine one nine says bit of a Billy, a Billy furore. <laughs> I was led to believe that the more times you press the wait button, the quicker the lights will change because the crossing thinks there is more people waiting. No idea whether this is true, but I stand there pressing it nonetheless. I think once it's illuminated, mm. I think that its pressing uh, period is over until it um, becomes dormant again. Well, what about uh, 926? Nikki in the gym in Cleethorpes, oh, who yeah. says, the lights are on timers set different times for peak periods. No need to press the button. It's there so we feel in control. Have a good day. So that was uh, interesting. I like Nikki's tone. <laughs> well, I like Nikki's tone, but, yeah, it's important for me to feel in control. Yes. A little personal know, insight into my psychological... No, well, no, I, I, yeah. I, you notice that we're all still on our seats. <laughs> no one has fallen to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but what you don't want is someone who, re- recognising that, is fooling you into, into the, you know, yeah. the, it's into the recycled railings dropped in the Derwent um, yes. situation. <laughs> I can't get over that. I'm sorry. Yeah. When did it happen? In World War Two, people would give up their ratings. Yeah, you need to it's move up, on now. It's up there with a late review. It is, but you know, <laughs> yeah. those, those people who meant meant so uh, meant so well. Yeah. The other thing, can I say, I found from walking in is how met those people. You, you know, when when you approach someone in the street, and you know you're pushed for space. It's a busy mm. area. You have to slightly angle. You just have to angle yourself a little in order to pass them. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are some Little people 15 degree. that will not 
angle. Now, the, yeah. the unspoken deal is that you both angle slightly and then it's an acknowledgement. Yeah, we, but we were cl- about to clash. We've both acknowledged each other's right to the Sorry space. to interrupt. Yes. Are you talking about when you're overtaking as a pedestrian or no. are you talking about I'll when you're you walking towards? I'll, I'll give you as a, as, a, um, as a visual aid in this. I don't have my OHP mm. with me. Mm. But um, that Verve video, when Richard Ashcroft just walks into people walking down the street, there are some people who live their lives like that. Yeah. Now, in the Bible, I think there's a thing about people who pass through the narrow gate get into paradise, and these people will not be able to do that because they won't angle. Oh, is that what the Bible's about? It's about people who do, who do the shoulder, Alan, the shoulder clash. Play I'm going to write that down because I'd never known. Yeah. Well, oh, I think dear. you'd agree that those people are intrinsically evil, oh, the ones who don't angle. deserve not to get into heaven. No. Definitely. They, You're going to be um, down with uh, Prisoner 666. No. No, I can. I, I'm. I'm quite giving of the um, space. I, I sashay at the hips. You know, I sort of twist and let people by. What do you say when they push into you? Good Frank? citizen. Well, sometimes if I see they're not going to move, I mm. do a very quick assessment of whether I could have them in a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And At then, Middleton. And then I will, you know, just walk through. Shoulder barge. Yeah, but sometimes. How um, often? Do, just out of interest, how often do you think you could have them in a fist fight? Well, not not so often no. nowadays, obviously. But um, also, I, one of my walking through Camden Town, where um, <laughs> you, you know you could um, get your your head sawn off in an alley. Way for yeah. that kind of behaviour. Um, Primrose Hill. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it's just there's something lovely about both giving, you know. I just agree. saying, yeah. oh, there's a little bit of an angle we can now pass together, and how lovely that we're all working together as human beings. Mm. And you know, who've, people- you know who've developed that really well is kitchen staff when they're zipping around they're very good at just gliding past each other whoever had the idea of one door that you always go in and one door that you always Mm. go out I mean that is really good it's a lovely it's almost balletic really but imagine that you can approach a a push a a swinging door with a handful of plates in full confidence that no one will be coming through the other side Mm. you know we talk a lot about the internet and that but as inventions go yeah. That in yeah. and out door next Shout to each other. To the door oh, person. man, whoever had that idea. Probably the bloke who invented those um, barometer houses oh, no. with the man and the woman coming <laughs> in and out. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, we've had we've some... Had so- oh, go on, go on. Craig Ramsey says, uh, listening to the folk calling into the Frank on the radio Craig show... Craig Ramsey. <laughs> I saw Craig Ramsey down at Harold's place today, and he's saying that they're not going to have the uh, Jim Carner this year. <laughs> well, you're never going to get an ownership in Lasseter's, no matter how hard you try. Um, listening to the folk calling into the Frank on the radio show on Absolute Radio with their theories, he's put those in quotes. Scare quotes. On how, tra- on how traffic lights work is enlightening. Okay. It really helps you understand how Brexit came about. Oh, oh Craig. Oh. Wow, me, Craig. <laughs> You've gone too far, mate. That's interesting because um, a lot of people don't seem to understand how Brexit came about. I'm no, surprised right. that you know what, by mate? analogies found it. We've all had a drink, yeah. but you've taken it too far, mate. Well, I wonder if this has any relevance to Brexit. Three, eight, Hold one. on, is it, does it end there? 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 381ers <laughs> said. Well, well, can we get if Dominic Cummings can uh, text in? <laughs> he can probably tell us how Brexit came about. I work in traffic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not me. Is it Stevie Winwood? 381. <laughs> <laughs> um, they then moved to capitals by law. Oh, we can't oh, have capitals. As long as, and then back as, long as to, they didn't move to capital. Back to yeah. lower cap. So I work in traffic. By law, a button control has to influence demand. Oh. You can see Ooh, like this that. at yeah, the Ritz Junction, <gasps> one of the busiest in London, where there are no ped units. I don't know what that means, but um, they continue. Bugbear of mine, need walk slash don't walk for consistency. The Ritz Junction. Oh. Can I firstly say... What an absolutely fabulous... I mean, Ritz Junction, what a reference point. I did it not is, know it was called that. It is a good junction, though. Um, for anyone not familiar with um, that area of London, it's in the Piccadilly area. Yeah, it's ringing. It's sort of ringing. St James's Park. Yeah. Oh. It's where the Ritz Hotel is, I'm assuming, 8381. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. You look confused. Your sense of direction is abysmal, though. There's mm, one at um, there's one outside Buckingham Palace, which has got a horse section that you can um, it, you uh, press it, it with equine. You press it, and um, it's got a green horse. Yeah. It does Honestly, oh, a green if you were horse. Say it doesn't. You should really have said nay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> a, a green horse uh, comes up. And um, and, and it means if you're on horseback. If you've had a bottle of Perno. Because what has always struck me about it is it's not a rider and a horse. It's just a... Oh, just a horse. Just the horse. I like the idea of the horse turning to the rider and saying, well, this this is me, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you you, you there later. Good luck. Good luck with everything. Unridden horse is just obeying a traffic light. I love a riderless horse on the run in London. Best thing ever. But, yeah, there is a proper... um, the, there's a there's a proper horse crossing thing outside of all places. Make Buckingham, sure you don't see four of them. Buckingham Palace. Um, I don't why. Oh, apocalypse! Mm, thank you. Okay, sorry, I was thinking of some sort of royal carriage, mm. <laughs> but then I always am. Have you seen that Subaru ad with a a goat on it? Subaru. Oh, he means yeah. Subaru. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. It's one of his funny ones. Star Wars. Is that how you say yeah, yeah. Subaru? Yeah. Subaru. Actually, Manic Street Preachers is one as well. Does I always think that? of them as Manic Street Sh- Manic Street Preachers. Well, is yeah. there a street called Manic Street <laughs> where people preach? I love it when you get like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that's if... funny because I hate it. <laughs> if, the, if there is a place <laughs> no, called... I think you're right. If there is a place called Manic Street, then I think it's fine that they're called <laughs> Manic, manic street, street Preachers. But yes. if they're street preachers who are manic, then they must be Manic Street Preachers. Oh. I've always assumed there isn't a Manic Street. That seems unlikely to me. Oh, mm. you're right. But if anyone knows any different, 8, 12, 15, or email, or, you know... OK, yeah. um, um, as uh, I believe Kanye West once said, um, I'm going to let you have that. However... Yeah. But the Subaru... Subaru, no. Subaru you're not having. <laughs> anyway, it's about a, 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 a <laughs> sheep that nearly gets run over and its entire life passes before it. 
Oh, yeah. And is it's, it? it's very cleverly done. You know when they say your whole life, you see it as a baby sheep and all that. Mm. I think that advert had put me to sleep. I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's a sheep. Could be a goat. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a sheep. Mm. But what's brilliant about it is at one point, and I honestly think, you know when people talk about great moments in movies, like the... Um, the knife scene in oh, um, yeah. in the shower in yeah, Psycho yeah. and stuff. Or like the that. red rum in uh, Shining. Okay. You don't know that. Mm. No. Oh dear. I don't like horror films. But it's um, not just a horror film. But there's a bit where a piece of paper blows onto this sheep's face and just sticks there for a bit, like it's just in the wind. Oh and yeah. And when I saw it, I thought, whoever came, unless it was an accident, <laughs> I thought, that's fantastic. It's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I loved it. I haven't seen the advert since. But it's just the that. wind and it just yeah. sticks to his face and then it blows away. That's oh, amazing. Man. How's the um, Subaru sponsorship deal going? <laughs> um, I, well, I, I, don't, I can't even say their name. I think it's. You've yeah, been sad. I, I always thought it was uh, Subaru. No. Subaru, in fact, as in kangaroo. Anyway, um, check it out. It's an advert. I will have a when, look for oh, that. paper stick to sheep's face. Gold. Um, we're having a lot of uh, texts about traffic calming measures. Mm. Uh, the horse junction that you discussed mm. is called a Pegasus junction. Ah, uh, yeah. I used to know all these. I used to mm. know all, all Did these. Did you? Yeah. The, the, like, the scramble junction in, like, like there's well, one... Well, that's because you used to wake up on them. There's one at Oxford Circus, <laughs> but it's a Japanese thing where is there's it? about nine nine different ways of people across oh, it. Oh, God, good. there's a lot of n- non-tilting people on those. <laughs> also, 258. That's the other thing with crossings is people who go diagonal. In, there ought to be lanes on crossings. People mm. walk straight across you. There are in several countries, I think. Yeah. Uh, 258 has texted, Hey team, I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves does a lot of his own stunts. He's well known for his martial arts and gun skills. Is that right? I believe he is. Excuse me, Al. Um, da- oh, have you finished reading that? Yes. Dave from Warrington has confirmed it was <clears throat> Wednesday night when Gabby Logan was in the Garrick. You were having banter with the Premier League linesman. Oh, My yes. wife and I really enjoyed the show. I got Kenny Logan to take a picture of me and Gabs. That's a bit of a cheat. Bold. <laughs> is it? Bold Scottish move. international. Yeah. <laughs> and he got to do the photo. Come oh, on. my goodness. Also, good use of linesman. Man, I thought it was assistant referee now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Stephen Moffat and Sue Virtue were in last night. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't Love know. Them. Doctor Who legend in the audience, I didn't know. Yeah, but it's, it's best that you didn't. Remember when he oh, came no, on the show been. and you kept asking him about... Remember that episode in 1973? Yeah, I might, I might on the show too, to promote right? the excellent Dracula. Oh, Dracula. I really enjoyed this. Oh, my love. Frightened, frightened the hell out of me. <laughs> or did it frighten the hell into me? <laughs> you choose. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Can I say my Instagram has been populated in the last seven days by people calling me muscles, thanks to you guys. <laughs> thanks for that. Well, if the cap fits. 
It doesn't though. <laughs> anyway, well, I'll, I'll grow into it. Well, I don't know. That MAGA cap looked nice on you. Oh, I would love a MAGA cap. <laughs> I would love I would, it. I if you really, wore that, I would really love If you MAGA wore that, cap. I would love it. <laughs> what is a MAGA cap? Make, Make America, America great, great again. again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boys. I want to talk to you is about... Is it one of those... Where, you know those baseball caps that are slightly too raised at the front? Oh, yeah. got, oh. Sometimes they have a bit of plastic gauze in them as the well. The Trump caps, yeah, they're red, aren't they? I'd and they have, they're called MAGA caps. But there's cool, cap, cool baseball caps. I mean, I yeah. would never wear one myself. No. But um, there are... Um, cool ones and then there's those ones that are slightly raised I know exactly yes. what you mean I know exactly I, I knew what a guy mean. used to go to uh, <laughs> four gigs in one because he had all his recording equipment underneath his hat oh for yeah. bootlegging <clears throat> yeah he didn't I don't think he made profit he just distributed and the brim of the cap is excessively flat Oh, of yeah. the baseball cap yeah do you know those ones yeah, oh, a lot of kids <laughs> do that now they're too sturdy flat <laughs> Flat brimmed snapback. Yeah, that's I think it's How called. dare you yeah. call me that? Often uh, Yankees badge or something. Oh, yeah. mm, um, horrible. I want to talk about a survey I read. Um, I mean, I'm making it sound like it was men, you know, in it was some posh thing. It wasn't. It was in a tabloid newspaper. But I liked this survey because it was about napping, and I'm quite obsessed by the subject of napping. Okay. Because I loathe it. Do oh. you? I don't... Well, we'll talk about this. Madonna loathes hydrangeas. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the phrases yeah. that will never leave my head now. It's, uh, she was given hydrangeas and she muttered, I loathe hydrangeas. Yeah, but that's Madonna. You it? heard her at the press conference and she whispered it. She didn't realise she was mic'd up still. So she turns around and someone gives... Oh, what's awful is when they hand the flowers over, she goes, thank you, thank you so much. And then you hear her saying... I loathe hydrangeas. Yeah, I think... Um, you loathe naps. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't... If someone came over to me and discussed naps, I, I wouldn't say it behind their back. Right. But if there was a, ch a chair for celebrities who are genuinely spiteful and unpleasant, <laughs> she, she must be. Do you okay. remember there was two, um, two lovely gay men on Gra Graham yeah. Norton's show who made these dolls... Yeah. Of oh, her yeah. from different periods in her career, and she was so disparaging. Graham Norton, who likes a bit of uh, acidic humour, was—you could say he was trying to soften the blow oh. for these two mm. poor guys. She I was know. too waspish for she Graham is, Norton. She's one of the waspy women, um, isn't she? <laughs> so um, yeah, she is. She's a sort of—I think she's borderline psychopath, really, isn't she? But um, <laughs> she said um, uh, th they were saying this. Careful, she's in town. Is she? Yeah, she's at the Palladium. She'll Lovely. have absolute eighties on rather than. Yeah, oh, actually, I should still be. hear that. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but we'll be out of town by the time she hears it. <laughs> so this company called Mattress Nerd, which is one of those price comparison sites. Oh yeah. They theme pools like that. <laughs> Lovely, Frank. Okay. You're so down with the technology. Yeah. Now. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. They're the mattress experts, Mattress Nerd. Because it's a big thing. Can I ask you a question? Mm. Have you ever slept on one of those mattresses that remember your shape and then you sleep in that slot every night? Oh, Is yeah. that how they work? Yeah, what do, I think so. What do um, playboys do about that? 
I mean, they must have all sorts of shapes going on yeah. in that memory foam. But does it literally? <laughs> does it literally? When you get it, you know where sometimes you see people, well, uh, like a gone man in a film, uh-huh. say a day of the jackal. When he takes his um, to-be-constructed gun in a small suitcase and it's all in lovely, neat, proper compartments. Yes. Mm. I love that. I love a proper yeah. compartment case. Is the bed, does the mattress look like that with your shaping and you slotting it? Do you have memory foam, Al? Because I do. I have a memory foam pillow, but I'm so unremarkable that my pillow forgot my face. That's oh, f- oh, sorry that's to hear. That's what happens. Well, I have to make my own indentation What I like to do, night. I like memory foam because it keeps the new men on their toes. Oh, leaves yeah. the imprint of the last man that was there. Yeah. Why not? Does it stop working eventually? Is it like people, the memory... They say you should change your mattress every ten years, don't they? Yeah, people think they have. I was once. I had a new one a few years ago. Very happy with it. Oh. Two thousand years ago, when I had a chat show, <laughs> they, the, we had a, a, a psychic, an American psychic, who'd worked with Madonna, I believe, and one of the, he was sort of saying, "Can you see? Can you see all these? All these?" And he kept on about there being Native Americans in the studio running oh, around. Dear. He didn't use the phrase, but we won't. <laughs> um, and then he suddenly pointed at this guy in the crowd who looked terrified, a sort of, a, and, and he said, "Turn your mattress." <gasps> And you thought, what? Why would someone from the dead come and tell someone to do that? Yeah. Mind your own business. Anyway, um, I don't mean, I'm not being anti-deadist. <laughs> anti-deadist? Yeah. Well, we should That's say... They don't have a really a, a we, good spokesperson. <laughs> I don't know, I do a pretty good job. <laughs> but I think the mattress nerd, I, think, I believe the producer's waving things around. Oh, and when yeah. she's got her leopard print top on... She rules the roost yeah, it in is that very, top. Yeah, it's very, very good yearian. <laughs> <laughs> um, as us old curry fans <laughs> like to say. She's got a bit of the Julie about her, actually. Now I come to think of it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I really like that. Mm. We're talking about napping in this mattress nerd survey. Yeah. Which revealed that nappers are way more productive. Can I ask one other sleeping thing that's just occurred sure. to me? Do people, do people still have water beds? Is that still <laughs> a, Oh, they were a thing. Is that a thing that still exists or has that gone? I I haven't got one. I, I think of a you very... Give me a fixed stare there as if to say... I think of them as, as a sort of a Paul Raymond. Yeah. I have an idea. Right. I slept on one once and it wasn't that... I mean, I'm slightly frightened of water, so it probably right, not yeah, ideal wouldn't for work, me. Would it? Obviously, I've slept on well, water many times. So it's been my own. <laughs> God. <laughs> what? What was the? Uh, wasn't there a James Bond film where there was a waterbed? Well, he's a, a sort of <laughs> ideal. James Bond is such a sleazebag. I say. Mm. One of my um, regrets from the days when I did the show called Room 101 was that um, Victoria Coran Mitchell wanted to put in James Bond because he's such, he's so, you know, yes. ugh, with, with, with women and stuff. And not just with oh, yeah. women, but, you know, normally a bloke who goes to casinos and, and, and mm. tries to seduce people, you'd 
be think was horrible. He's a bit cigar smoker of the year. Yeah, and she made that point, you know, I bet he smells of aftershave and stuff. Mm. And um, I should have put him, he should have been condemned, really, Jack. I know mm-hmm. I, like, I do like the films, but he's, he's a bit of a slime ball. There should have been one called Slime Ball. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a slime ball, but... You know, it's nice. It's nice because it's sort of a fantasy idea that spies were. I mean, you know, well, that, really, that's he should. Well, really, um, I think he should have had a boyfriend. Well, oh. let's be honest. If it was true to life, yeah, and been a communist. It should. Yeah. What, what I what they uh, I felt um, is if they'd kept it in the sixties. So mm. it was like a retro film, and it was made right. in six. It would be, you would be fine with it because yes. that's what it was like. Good but because point. they modernised it, you think I don't, I don't like this bloke. Leave <laughs> her alone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. The survey. Mattress nerd. Um, oh my god, they're getting a lot of press. I know. I'm so keen what they are. Oh, they are mm. Well, you go on there and you choose which mattress you want you and they'll say, do you want firm, high, you know, do you want soft, I do you it. want memory foam? It's good to know, actually. All mm-hmm. three, please. I and I opted, I'm not getting paid to say this, I opted for a Lisa. It comes in a box. Okay. Opens out, you let it, you watch it grow. Mm. And Bob's you haven't got to stop it, Frank. Oh, I'm not doing it. You what? did. I, I saw your face. No, you guys have to allow me to not say things. <laughs> I've never sure. ordered I've never ordered a Lisa online, just for clarity. Is that what, what you a, said, a Lisa? Yes, right. what a Lisa. A meerkat presumably would leave no blemish on a memory foam. <laughs> That's too light. Too light. Yeah, insignificant. <laughs> the Duchess of Cambridge. Why, why is money exactly. wasted? Do you know that is, that would be my dream? To what, leave no imprint on the memory foam. Oh, I said I was there last night. Oh, that. there's no sign of you. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's, um, I want to be like that, like on Larkin's Arundel tomb. I, I, if I had one, I'd want to see my yeah. entire imprint, so I could make a chocolate me, maybe, with my memory foam mattress. Yeah. I, I suppose people do that a lot, but mm-hmm. um, I've never had the opportunity. Okay. <laughs> Six five seven. My ex-husband still has a waterbed. Okay, oh, let me just unpack. That, now that <coughs> to me is a one-sentence novel. <laughs> My ex-husband still has a waterbed. Says so much in so few words. It really is. It's a sort of title for. It's a no sound on the beach. I want to hug title. her immediately for what she's had to put up. Well, there's more. Yeah. Do you want to hear more? Do you want to yeah. finish the, the uh, message, Al? My ex-husband still has a waterbed that has been in our family for 40 years. OK, let wow. that sink in, no pun intended. Yeah. 40 years, which is about the right um, circa, isn't it? 40 for years of hurt. Well, so yeah. that means that this character has 40 taken... 40 years of squirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a means this character what, it's a waterbed. It's a waterbed, yeah. This character's taken the the waterbed out of the family because he's the ex-husband <laughs> yeah she says it's been in our family well it's not it's a grandfather clock it's a sleazy old waterbed oh lovely i must transport in them do you drain them well carry them re- out refill them at the new place she says he's not long bought a new mattress for it i didn't. i thought it was the mattress yeah that's... excuse me oh what oh, happened in the air. <laughs> You have the water. Can I say, Emily actually put her hand up there. It's a marvellous I still do it. Sometimes in business meetings I'll do it. I like it. I love one of those. It's just, come on, what about me? Um, 
there is a water element, like the memory phone, foam, it's several inches long, and then the mattress itself is separate. Not the whole thing isn't water. Oh. A poor, I believe so. Any mattress experts, please do get in touch. If I'm incorrect... Um, well, I think... I have a vague memory of sleeping on a waterbed in a hotel once, and I think it was just like a big bag of water that I slept right, in. Right, the whole thing. Mm. You don't think... Should, no, I think there must be some spring element, would you not say? Well, at, uh, surely they'd rust... Mm. Yeah. springs. Yeah, you couldn't have springs Can in we... with the water. Well, the thing about this mattress, Mark, <clears throat> they have said in this survey that naps make you not only more productive, but happier and more confident. We're talking about daytime naps, that, that kind yeah. of thing. Fitter, happier, what, more what productive. Kind of, what kind of... Um, what's the upper and lower time limit on your definition of a nap? Oh. Well, I would say most people would define... I mean, some people are quite strict and say you should never lapse into what I believe is called stage two sleep. I okay. agree with that. You don't want to be uh, an eye napper. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Well, what was... So that would be what? So stage two... Um, that's REM, is it? That's REM. So it is. Salvador Dali, I think Einstein did this as well, had slumber with key. Do you know about slumber with key? Oh, yeah. Salvador Dali would nap I regularly. Wouldn't let, I wouldn't let him sleep <laughs> on my waterbed. <laughs> Not unless he agreed to on gel. Yeah, but he's always got the dressing gown on, surely. <laughs> he would sleep. He had a system. He had a key in his hand. Yeah. He'd nap. Uh-huh. And he'd place a plate on the floor. So the idea is that you sleep and the minute the key touches the plate and crashes to the ground, that's when you wake up because that's when you're entering stage two sleep. Did he never roll over, Salvador? Darling? I think he was doing it upright in a seat. I think it's a, a seat Did it sleep. in the seat? Oh, you know what? He was an eccentric guy. He was, yeah. Let review. <laughs> this, this news just in, Al. <laughs> Salvador yeah. Dali was slightly eccentric. I met a man. we show you his paintings. Slumber with key. It's like dances with wolves. I love it. I, I met a man who used to work with uh, Mr. Teasy Weezy Raymond, the celebrity uh, hairdresser. And uh, Salvador Dali used to go in their salon. I mean, what a, imagine him coming in. <laughs> and like a cat, of course. He could judge whether he could get through the door by, with his moustache. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. So, we were talking about the napper. Do you boys, the concept of napping, um, do you guys, are you nappers? I think of it as a, quite a right-wing thing. Isn't it? They always... If napping. Ever, if they talk about napping, you only ever hear Thatcher... Churchill. Churchill. Hitler? Was Hitler a napper? Are these are people that didn't sleep at night time, though. No, maybe that's uh, maybe that's Churchill, it. Churchill, I believe, used to say you get two days in one. Oh, did it? That was his oh, idea about I napping. See. My son told me that Churchill invented the phrase power nap, but um, I don't know if that. Oh, I love be your true. son. Yeah, he's great, but he's he's got that from horrible histories, which I think is now largely inaccurate, isn't it? Is he? I thought yeah. hor- I thought the whole thing with horrible histories was that it was accurate. Yeah, I they don't lie. They don't I think tell it's no been lies. Debunked in recent weeks. Has it? <laughs> the great horrible history <laughs> yeah, scandal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I take it as absolutely gospel. As the Beatles scandal, right? To do that. Do you no, know, you really. can't trust actors like you used to. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're um, quite right. Can I see? Oh, yeah. legend Church, alert, sorry. 621. I'm a proud <laughs> napper, 20 minutes at lunchtime. I even started a craze for it at my workplace. A craze? 
Can I say Al? At their desk, presumably. Al, whatever happened to Absolutely Craze? Oh, yeah. Craze was a very 70s thing. What? A craze? Was yeah. It? yeah. Just that for a concept of I a craze. I think the last craze we covered was fidget spinners, wasn't it? Yeah. What about Ice Bucket Challenge? <laughs> I don't think there's been one since fidget spinners. Oh, OK. Let's um, keep our eye out for the next craze, yeah? What the, about the... Uh, do you know the water bottle? Standing the water bottle on its end. That oh, was a yeah. Craze. I need to find this, because I can't... But someone did uh, message us earlier, and I will credit him at some point, uh, saying, whatever happened to Chilblains? Oh, um, good question. I like and, that. of course, the big threat was, if you're coming from the cold, don't put your feet right next to the fire. You have to get them gradually used to warm so you'll get chill blinds. Uh, that yeah. was the advice. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'm right-wing, because I've, uh, I've been what? a napper for what? years. <laughs> what the...? Have you really? Yeah. Particularly if I'm um, gigging, not so much if I'm at home, but this article I, I have to disagree with, though, because it says that um, nappers are more productive, and I can't imagine how unproductive I would be if I didn't now because <laughs> I'm not that productive. Does this make that mean that I wouldn't make the kids tea, which is about all I do some days? Well, I, I um, this is absolutely true. I read this article about mm. napping mm. and I thought that's interesting. And then I went to bed and slept for an hour and a half. <laughs> Whoa! On the strength of this article. That's a long nap. Yeah, and it was. Um, when you say you went to bed, so this is where I'm intrigued. For these naps that you gentlemen have, because mm-hmm. I don't have them. Well, I, can I say, I have a futon. Uh, you have the compromised sleeping area. Yes. It's the ramp, isn't it? I, I like it. It makes me feel like I'm in old Tokyo. <laughs> it, it's right. When I, I, I love it, I tell you. What happens when you go for a nap then, Frank? You go, oh, I think I'll, I think I'll have a little lie down now. Well, there are, certain, there are certain problems about having the spontaneous nap. OK. Um, I, maybe I should do it after this break because okay. the producer is breathing down my neck. But, um, yeah, there are, there, are, there are things that make it tricky which I think are not considered in this article and I think it's good to, to air them. OK. My my problem with the spontaneous um, nap mm. is, well, I have stayed awake when I've really needed a nap because I've already put contact lenses in and I didn't want to waste the money. Oh. God, you're so ruled, Bobby. Because you can't sleep in them. And so you have to take them out. Once you take out the disposable... How much are the contact lenses? You're well, doing never, all right. You've just I've sold never. out virtually the Garrett Theatre. I know, but I don't, like, I, I don't like waste in any form and I'm, also if you've I'm already I'm with you on this Frank I, I mean I don't well, you have do contact surprise lenses me. but I would rule out a nap if it cost me money or if you've already gelled oh as well because your hair never recovers from a nap wake oh. up looking like foghorn leghorn this is my problem with it Frank <laughs> I say foghorn leghorn yes I think I mean I've got to be honest I think naps are essentially just for dogs and the unwell oh really oh. 
because possibly ch- some children, some. What about the aged at the other end? My father-in-law. Yeah. Just crack on. They, they are the unwell. Aren't crack on. Yeah, I mean, he... they are the unwell and children. They're well, a blend of both. When and I, in many respects, the dog. When yeah. I started school, which wasn't until I was five, times were different. Um, w- there used to be a thing in the afternoon where the teacher would say, "Right, we're going to sleep now." And we <laughs> put our arms on our desk <laughs> and the header and sleep for half an hour. Brilliant. And some of us, you know, didn't. But often you would just literally go to sleep. It's surprising what you can do. I've yes. always envied uh, people's ability to switch off and just sleep. I can't do it. I ha- my my brain is um, well. That's why you hate too naps. neurotic, perhaps. But I find I tell you why I also hate naps because I have a whole ritual. When I go into the covers, I need to plait my hair. I need to cleanse, tone, and moisturise. Oh. I need to brush my teeth twice. Twice? Yes. I need twice. to put the pyjamas on. There's a lot of involvement. Do we want to do that twice in a day? Nah, sometimes if I nap, I just get in with my, all my clothes. You don't. Good. Oh Good for you. You know, in my drinking days, some, if there was five or six of us sitting around the table, it would not be unusual for one of them to just suddenly put their <laughs> face on the table. <laughs> And dip out a conversation for like half an hour. It's sort of crop rotation. Uh, <laughs> what did you do? Then we'd just leave them, and then yeah. they would emerge refreshed. And um, oh, they, you when know, when you say refreshed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hardly sort of yeah. smelling of zesty it's, lemon fragrance. It's a bit like putting all the blinks you would have done in the conversation <laughs> into one solid block. <laughs> If someone fell asleep at the table, I'd call the police. Oh, well, oh really? Well, we couldn't be calling the police every night. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never been out in a nightclub and found one of your mates next to like a massive sleep, uh, massive speaker, fast asleep? Like I've, I've done that with Absolutely several friends. Absolutely not. I slept through Billy Idol's <laughs> Generation X band two successive nights at Barbara, and I had to be woken up. But when I was well. They came on stage and I thought, oh, I love these, brilliant. And two songs in, I was suddenly woken up, but people were like, mopping the floor. <laughs> I, If someone falls asleep, I see men sometimes. I mean, women too, mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes men. And I think to the woman with him, and they're at the theatre or the cinema and the man sleeping, I think, how can you be with him? Divorce, oh. instant. Really? I can't bear it. It's like sleeping through a performance. My wife and I went to um, a gong bath, you know, where a guy plays the gongs and he's... Oh, and um, oh, no. <laughs> such a thing. No, lie down don't say it. you know when I absolutely do not know. No, you lie down on a I yoga think. mat and ah, this guy you plays. Went to that? Yeah, I went to that. You must have been starving at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> the gong, the gong ringing for that long. Um, and apparently I snored through quite a lot of it. Oh, no. Most Couldn't of the time I don't do... chanting. <laughs> oh, I denied so it. Disgusting. I thought it was somebody else. I said, oh, God, that woman near me snoring. Um, look, so no, I, it was uh, me. I have I have a message for our, um, our readers. Um, what uh, ne- is it? Next week the show will be pre-recorded, so mm-hmm. um, you won't be able to text and email us as normal. But what we would love, if you could bear it, <laughs> is to email us um, in advance, and then we'll talk about those things on the show. Because I feel a bit. I don't like it when the show doesn't have uh, yeah audience input. Why are we pre-recording? Has t- Alan got a gong bath? Yeah, I feel like I need <laughs> yeah. to catch up on some Z's. He's got he's got a little gong back going on. Um, don't tell people that. I'm uh, I don't that have was time. A confidence. I don't have time. I'm just going to have a quick tambourine bath. 
And I've, then, got the, um, I've got the triangle bath. <laughs> oh, well, I've heard that. <laughs> so um, you get get your emails in, and uh, that would be uh, lovely. So thank you uh, so much for listening to us this morning. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.